How did I sleep last How'd night? How'd you sleep last night? I slept toasty and warm under my weighted blanket like I do every night, <laughs> listening to my slumber stories. But how did you sleep? Well, how heavy is that blanket? Uh, it, it weighs a ton. 26 pounds. It's a 26-pound blanket. And I fold it in half so that it's double the weight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like a sumo wrestler on you. But it feels so good. And it there's really, there's studies, right? There's research studies that show yes, that it helps with Being pinned underneath a boulder while you sleep. It helps helpful. with anxiety and it helps people sleep better. All right. You know, they just feel like it's kind of, it's womb-like. <laughs> Okay. Well, I slept out in the camper, as you know. I do know. And so uh, I thought, you know what? It's going to be a single digit. In fact, it's kind of, I think, the first night where we've been in single digits this winter. I think so, too. So I wanted to see how cold or how warm does the camper get in mm -hmm. a single digit sleep. Okay. So the funny part to me was he's. I could hear him gathering up different uh, tools, supplies, supplies. Yeah, yeah. And they and I'm like, what are you doing, babe? And he's like, well, I'm I'm gonna try this tea light heater. <laughs> so and I'm like, okay. So you I take two terracotta pots, okay, two terracotta pots, yes. and you stack them one over top of the other, and you put uh, I put some aluminum foil between them so that the okay. air or the heat doesn't escape through the hole. Okay, that's um, what you And then you've got I put five tea lights kind of on the on a. Uh, Actually, it was a baking pan. I'll have to bring it back in and scrape the wax out of it for you. Thank you. But that keeps it elevated. So the heat from the tea light, and they burn for seven hours, these little tiny tea lights. So I lit them up as I was getting ready to go to bed, seeing if I can create heat off of this terracotta thing. I saw this on a like a YouTube video or something. Prepper video. Um, and so does it radiate enough heat to yeah. fill the camper space? The answer is a hard no. <laughs> No, you, it does and not. And you had a secondary. Well, heat I had source. because there's electricity, so yeah. I had a ceramic heater plugged in. Long story short, short story long, um, it got down to four degrees in mm -hmm. the night. I went to bed, and the camper was 58 degrees when I got in it because okay. it, it wasn't that cold yet, uh, and the heater was running. Mm -hmm. um, by the time I woke up, the camper was 44 degrees because mm -hmm. it was four degrees outside. And so, but I slept great. I was under the blankets, yeah. not a weighted blanket, but a regular blanket, set yeah. of blankets, actually. Yeah, you and, said you were uh, nice and toasty. Oh, my toasty. gosh, slept like a baby until you got out of there. And it's like, oh, my heck. So I had to plug in, the uh, turn on the coffee pot, which I had prepped the night before. All I oh, had to do was push smart. the button. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what I now know is I can tolerate 44 degrees for sleeping in the oh camper. I got as hot as I can get it with the little heater that's in it. So as long as we know, we know. And we if do. we ever had to run away from home... We could live. We could, you, you could live. You could live. How would we manage my weighted blanket? Yeah, we won't even talk about the toilet situation at four degrees. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, never mind. So, so you had your coffee, and did you do your morning pages out there? Too? Yeah, I did my journaling out okay. there this morning. So listened was to some it great too music. Cold to do that, my fingers were pretty cold. Okay. I got to admit, it was they were chilly when you came in. It was a chilly. Uh, I think my handwriting probably reveals mm -hmm. that it wasn't very warm. But the coffee was great. I just yeah. sat with a little blanket and did yeah. my writing and. The windows were completely frosted over. I could not see out. Yeah. I know it had snowed the night before because everything was really white. The sun was nice, but uh, I couldn't <laughs> see outside because the windows were completely frosted over. I just love the way you do things. We could do it. We, I just wanted to know well, what it was like. What I like is that we can do things together separately. Yeah. Yeah. While you're nice and toasty warm <laughs> under 140 pounds right. with a blanket. It's kind of like living well together. Yeah, I was out on the back off the back of the property. He know. calls it his annex. It's the it's my working place. Yeah. Well, I can do a lot of stuff there. I know. Anyway, so yeah, that's our
Dr. Terry McCoskey. I'm Lisa McCoskey. And we've been living well together now for how long? Uh, we just figured it out, 37 years. 37 years married. We 37 had a little bit married. of stretch in there before we yeah. squeeze the trigger on that. Yeah. You want not, to tell them how we met? But not, yes. Well, I was just going to say that we've been together, living well together, since our first kiss, December 7th of 1984. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the that's We the should have talked about that. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. That's not something that I could ever forget. It was life-changing. Yes. For both of us, actually. <laughs> both of us. Yeah. Yeah. So after what, how long do we date? Not very long. Not very long. You asked me to marry you nine months into our relationship. Yeah. And then mom helped, mom and dad plan the wedding, and we were married nine months after that. How did we meet? I was the hostess. He was the bartender. Where were we? At a hotel. The Marriott in Columbus. That makes it sound like a cheap. It's not with Motel <laughs> Six. We worked well, at a Marriott. Yeah, we worked we were, for corporate Marriott, yeah. and I had hired in as a bartender. I was on a little hiatus from school. Right. Yeah. Um, I had finished my undergraduate work, and I wasn't ready yet to go to chiropractic college. So I was working. I was taking a year off. You were waiting for me. And I exact well as it turns out, <laughs> but uh, so I had this year gap where I was going to earn some mm -hmm. money, get ready you to did. go, um, which actually turned into a five-year gap. Yes. Because I was having way more fun than I thought and wasn't feeling mature enough to move to Davenport, Iowa, where I thought I would have to like wash my clothes in a creek and grow my own it food. It did sound so... It did. Yeah. It's horrible. But uh, in that gap, I figured I could make money by tending bar because mm -hmm. in any economy, people are going to drink alcohol. So I thought, well, if you get a bartending job, you're always yeah. going to have work. Yeah. I was going to be Isaac on the love I boat. I know. And we've been watching the love boat lately. Well, that's, that's a whole so other funny. Episode. I know. But I, yeah, I was going to see the world and serve some drinks and have some fun. And um, yeah, so I thought for a year and right. then it turned into five years because mm -hmm. I was having fun and I was yeah. in the shape of my life riding my oh bicycle. My gosh. And, yeah, you and, used to go to Gold's Gym. He had these t-shirts that he'd wear at Gold's Gym and show off his muscles. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah, those days are gone. <laughs> now I wear omens. I'm just trying to get warm from sleeping in 40 degree weather. I got this sweater on. But that's a style. Yeah. Yeah. What do the kids call this? I don't know. It's, they it's, called it. They the, said the, it's my divorced dad's divorced, sweater. Yes, divorced dad. <laughs> yeah, that's what divorced dads wear. Apparently, <laughs> they well, kind of well. At any rate, dads do too. Yeah. So we met. We yeah. were married. Uh -huh. We were in Davenport, Iowa, uh, which was not as primitive as we had suspected. No, Actually, no, it was a lot fact, like living and here. And we absolutely love living there. We have such great memories of growing up together there. Right. Absolutely. We learned how to rely on each other, and it was. It was really the time of our life. I, I loved everything. We were it, poor. Seriously. Dude, we were so poor. Food stamp poor. I know. We were. We we Because when Caitlin came along, I stopped working at Ethan Allen. Yep. And that was... Oh, that man. We had to do what we had to do. And it's okay because you learn right. from those things too. And uh, you have an appreciation for the systems. Uh, yeah. And but, so we went to Davenport, Iowa with no kids. We left Davenport, Iowa with two, two kids. Babies. Mm -hmm. Well, Lily was born 10 days after we graduated yep. from chiropractic school. And then we moved five days after that. It oh was like January head. 2nd. In the middle of winter. Like right now in Davenport, Iowa, there yeah. are 23 inches of snow on the ground. It was similar to that when we moved. It was brutal. Yeah. And we were so thankful for our friend, yep. Pete Costantino. Yeah. Shout out. Drove the van. Yeah. Well, he drove, yeah, he, he drove, drove the van with you and our aquarium and some yeah, other things and the babies. And I had this big moving truck and we hadn't everybody. slept for three days and oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and you started pitching things out of the apartment. Uh, I'm like, we're not off. taking this. We're not taking this. Set it all to the curb if it didn't fit in the truck. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, we got so we landed. Well, why here though? How did we get to Fairborn, Ohio? From Davenport, Iowa to Fairborn, Ohio. Why? Uh, well, I feel like Fairborn found us. Small town. Small town. Yeah. Tiny town. Mm-hmm. The opportunity is what brought us here. I had met Dr. Moon, Dr. Don Moon had practiced chiropractic in a style that I was excited to practice mm-hmm. with. And uh, he and I met. And so we worked together for five years. He'd been here in Fairborn for, I think, 40 years or 42 years or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So he was ready to kind of slow down his practice life. Right. I was ready to rough mine up, speed mine mm-hmm. up. And uh, so we worked together for, for five years. Right. And then we bought his practice and he played way more golf. Yeah. And we did way more work. And he kind of showed us that you can have a big life in a small town. You know, he created such an impact here and it, it he created a legacy that we could continue, which I totally appreciate. Right. Um, and we've always had the philosophy that no matter where we lived, we would bloom where we're planted. And so it wasn't about the name of the town or how big or small it was, but boy, we're glad we're here. It's worked out really well, but it's not what we had planned on either. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm an ocean girl. Yeah, you like the ocean. I like the mountains. We were looking to actually set a practice in um, North, North Carolina. Carolinas mm-hmm. or, or Virginia or somewhere. Mm-hmm. We looked at several communities over that way before I had met him. Yeah. But once we met him, I knew that mm-hmm. we, were, we, were, we were coming this way. Yeah. Plus, our parents were here, too. Yeah. So we had two grandbabies for mm-hmm. them, and, and we wanted our kids to know their grandparents mm-hmm. and be part of their lives. and. Um, that little buffer zone, if you if you know what I'm saying, there's an hour for your parents, <laughs> Hard there's to an drop hour in. for yep. my parents, and there was no, yeah, there's not a lot of pop in. But but it would be totally fine if they did. My dad used to pop in all the time oh, with that's donuts. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he always brought donuts. <laughs> so that was 34 years ago. We yep. landed here in 1990. Mm-hmm. Graduated in 89, December of 89, landed here in 1990, way mm-hmm. back in the 1900s. Exactly. And um, started growing a life here. Third baby here. Grace was, was born, born here. at home in uh, downtown Fairborn. And our producer, Graham Keaton, is her husband. And we're so thankful for you, Graham. Thank you for putting this together for us. You'll hear his voice. Actually, he's going to be a guest. He just doesn't know it yet. When he's ready. At some point. But then who would produce? Well, he, he will <laughs> mix and match and produce and blend the music and all that. Yeah. But we're grateful but, for uh, him. And he's sitting in here with us right now. Yeah. And so landed here 34 years mm-hmm. ago. What are we missing? What's left out? Uh, let's see. What is well, why it? are we doing this? Like it's, we could be doing a million different things right now. Yeah. And between uh, podcasting and, and YouTubing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a billion things for people to be watching, right. listening to, or consuming. So why are we going to do what we're doing? Well, I think we both have such a deep appreciation for the town that we're living in, and we want to celebrate the community, Fairborn, Miami Valley, eventually maybe some virtual guests, but really just um, highlighting the people that are in our town. So the goal is going to be drop one episode a week. Yep. This being episode one. Correct. A get-to-know-me episode. Uh, And then each week will either be a topic that Mm -hmm. we have been prompted with Mm -hmm. or a guest. Yep. That has been either signed or assigned or invited. Invited, yep. We just want to shine the spotlight on people in our community. Okay. You know, athletes, political figures, spelling business owners, winners. spelling bee winners. All of it. Yeah. So we want to bring yeah. you the goodness of living in our tiny town. Right. And maybe it's the same as every tiny town. I grew up in Chillicothe, so mm-hmm. not far from here mm-hmm. and probably a similar size community. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, and, they, and they don't have to be those things. It can be friends. Can be some of your patients. They can tell their stories. I met a guy at the gym recently who's going to be a guest. He doesn't know it yet. That'll be so fun. He's probably eighty. I mean, we have eighty years old, and uh, I see him at the gym three times a week, and he's 
He's a rock star. He That's talks awesome. to everybody. Yeah. Um, his hair is still jet black. You're going to meet Larry. I'm, okay. I, we've talked. All right, Larry. He just doesn't know it That's yet. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to bring in local people. Mm-hmm. We're going to, uh, maybe you'll learn about restaurants that we like or uh, activities that we've engaged in or things we've done with our grandkids. Yeah. Um, so we're sprucing up life in the Miami Valley. So the marble jar is kind of a, <laughs> it's a thing. Well, and this is almost now 10 years ago. This is mm-hmm. not my actual marble jar at home. But I read an article, it's been 10 years mm-hmm. uh, ago, that said the average American male makes it to the age of 76 years. That's the average. If you're average. Yeah. Which I don't consider myself average. He's totally average. I plan on, plan on whistling right by <laughs> 76. And we'll talk about health and well-being. That's mm-hmm. kind of our jam. That's kind of the thing that we do. But this is not going to be about health and well-being every week, not. although we may have a health tip mm-hmm. or a beauty tip, yeah. something like that. But the article said that the average American dude makes it to 76. So if you multiply 76 times 52, that mm-hmm. tells you how many weeks you get. Mm-hmm. Or how many Saturdays that you will get if you're the average guy. So 76 times 52. And then I subtracted for my age at the time, which was 52. So that was 10 years ago. Wow. I have 10 years worth of marbles. So every week I take one marble. I ordered 1,200. You you did. (laughs) Amazon to the rescue. Yeah. So that when I did the math, it turned into 1,200, which which 1,196 or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So we ordered 1,200 marbles and we put them in a big glass canister. It sits in our dining sure. room. Yeah. And every week I take a marble out of the mm-hmm. canister. And all it really does is force me to kind of be more mindful about how I'm Absolutely. spending my Saturday or my week. Your week. Um, and used to be with the boys, we would pull yeah. a marble. Papua day. Yeah, they were not, when we started doing Pap All Day, I, I would pick up either one grandson or the other. Or both um, sometimes. Or sometimes both. Yeah. Each Saturday, we'd spend two or three or four hours and get breakfast and run mm-hmm. errands. And they, when I started moving marbles, they were so small that I had them. to lift them up yep. so that they could so take cute. a marble out of the canister. And, and they were and so then proud. I, but back then, I was just throwing them away. And Hawk said, hey, why are, these are good marbles. Why are we throwing these away? So we got a separate container, and now every week we move one from the big container to the small container. And really all it does is give us an opportunity to say, what are we doing with our day? Mm -hmm. What was the best part? What do we Mm -hmm. want to do in the future? Mm -hmm. But it forces me to be much more mindful. And intentional with your time. About how we use our time. So the reason we're doing a podcast is we want to be able to share with you things that we find beneficial, Mm -hmm. whether it's health and wellness things, Mm -hmm. whether it's things in your town or our Mm -hmm. town. Yeah. Um, And we want to be able to look down the road and whistle right past 76 years (laughs) knowing that we've made the most of this time on the planet. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why us and that's why now and Mm -hmm. that's who we are. Mm -hmm. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to cover? Let's see. I think that we... Did you grow up in a small town? No, I grew up in... I was born in Boston. Mm -hmm. I lived in Chicago for four years. My dad uh, worked for McDonald's Corporate, and their headquarters is in Oak Brook, Illinois. And so we moved to Chicago for four years, and then he got transferred to Columbus, Ohio. So all all three big towns. Um, Columbus was the smallest at that time, but now it could be a rival... Uh, but I love living in Dayton. Do you have a couple of things that you love about living in the Miami Valley? Well, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we live in a kind of a triangulated place. Mm-hmm. If you go south, yeah. we're 45 minutes from Cincinnati. If yep. you want big town things, we can go yes. to big town, either yeah. Cincinnati or west, about an hour to Columbus. Exactly. Uh, east, I'm sorry. 
And so we have access to, and down in Dayton, there's bigger town things, sure. but out here in the burbs, mm -hmm. you know, we, uh, we don't have big town problems. We don't have traffic. Like we got to blow the horn to get deer out of the way yeah. on the way to our house. There are cows across the road because right. we're all, all kind of off the edge of Fairhorn. Yeah. And so, but tiny yep. town living is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody is familiar enough to, to know what's going on if they want to, but not right. so familiar that they're in your business if you don't want them to be. Right. There, it's a slower pace, so people tend to be a little bit more friendly. They'll stop and say Agreed. hi. Yep. Um, I personally love the Dayton International Airport. You pull up to the front spot in the parking garage, and you're through security, whether it's with pre-check or not, in 15 minutes. So, so I in, love that. Yeah, in case you don't do know, that's, that's well, I was going to say that uh, she tells you she's loving some travel, Yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. I love that airport compared mm -hmm. to some of the bigger oh airports gosh, that yeah. you're going through Atlanta or Chicago or Charlotte, whatever. Yeah. yeah. This makes it really simple to get in and out. Yeah. Uh, I like going down into Dayton for some of the restaurant things. I like going down to the dragon games in love the summer. The dragons. We've um, had season tickets for a while now and I do love baseball, but I love the entertainment. I love that just yeah. small town. Atmosphere. They've done a good job and they're revitalizing Dayton. There's oh, a lot are. going oh, on in our gosh. town. So we're yeah. going to have some of those people in. I Remember the old that. Mendelssohn's building? Yes. That is now this fabulous hotel it is so restaurant phenomenal. complex. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk to people who, who are involved in those kind of projects as well. Yeah. Um, I like living in a town. I like serving in a community that mm -hmm. I can, I know when people are in the front space out here mm -hmm. in our reception area, mm -hmm. I like it when people know each other. I know. You know, yeah. we live in a small well, enough place. It feels like a community. Right. You know? And so all we're looking to do is build this community mm -hmm. in a way that promotes uh, yeah. other small businesses. Yes. It promotes local or elected officials. Yeah. It promotes, you know, things on Families the agenda and... that are important to, to what's going on in tiny town USA. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Right. Okay. Cool. So thanks yeah. for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, and watching and or some yes. people do both. Yeah. If you'd like to learn more about how to get on the podcast or if you have somebody that you think would be a phenomenal guest, we would love to host them. Uh, you can find more information on Living Well Spine Center's Facebook page and Instagram page or Living Well Beauty Facebook page or Instagram page or also Terry and I's personal accounts. So we'd be really happy to connect with you there. We're looking forward to the next like 150 episodes. Yeah. When we have at 100 episodes, there will be a party. There yeah, will be we'll a, have a party. Everybody will be invited in person. And along It'll the way, so maybe fun. a retreat here or a meeting there maybe. or a get together. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. There we go. <laughs> do, 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 do.